This call may be recorded or transcribed. Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. This is Charmaine, the finisher, who is on the line. Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. This is Charmaine, who's on the line. Hello, hello, hello. Good morning. Good morning. It's Deborah Evans. Good morning. Good morning, Deborah Evans. Happy, Happy Tuesday, Tuesday. Yes, me you too. too. <laughs> Thank you. Have a good day. You too. Thank you. Thank you. Anyone else want to say good morning? Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. This is Charmaine and Finish, and I'm your greeting this morning. Anyone on the call want to say good morning? Good morning, sister. It's Rochelle. Happy Triumphant Tuesday. Happy Triumphant Tuesday, Shell. <laughs> Have a great, great day. You too. Anyone else want to say good morning? Good morning, it's Susie. Good morning, Susie. Happy trying for Tuesday. The same to you. You have a wonderful and blessed day. You too. God bless you. God bless you. Thank you. Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. This is Charmaine, the finisher. Anyone else want to say good morning? 
Good morning, Karina. It's Diane. Good morning, Happy Diane. Happy Tuesday. Happy Try for Tuesday to you, too. Okay. Going on mute. Okay. Have a good one. You, too. Anyone else want to say good morning? Is there any first-time callers who want to say good morning? Good morning. Welcome to the Claire Victory. This is Trorinda Finish, and I'm your greeting this morning. Anyone else want to say good morning? Do we have any men want to say good morning? Good morning. Welcome to the Claire Victory. This is Trevor the Finisher. I'm agreed this morning. Anyone else want to say good morning? Hey, good morning, Trini. It's Dee, Dee. I love you. Have a great Tuesday. I love you too, Dee, Dee. Have a great one too. Good morning, Trina. Happy Triumphant Tuesday. This is B. Hi. Good morning to you. Happy Triumphant Tuesday. Have a great day. You have a great day too. Thank you. Anyone else want to say good morning? Good morning. Welcome to the Claire Victory. This is Trevor in the finish, and I'm your greeting this morning. Anyone else want to say good morning? Rise and shine. Good morning. It's Krishanda. God bless you. God bless you too, Krishanda. Have an awesome, great day. You too. Thank you. Love you. Love you too. Is there any birthdays today or that we can celebrate? Shout out. Okay, I'm going to go ahead and get started. I need everyone to please check your phone to make sure your phone is on mute. Hello, my name is Tarina, the finisher, and I'm your host. Thank you for joining us here on Declare Victory. Be sure to continue to join us during the month of July, where a monthly theme is entitled Transformation. All of the declaration will focus on the importance of being transformed by the Holy Spirit as we yield to the will and plan of God in order to fulfill his purpose in our lives. There is no uh, announcement today, and then there's no um, prayer request from the app, but I do want to um, pray for Pastor John Gray. He's in the hospital. He's in need of a um, miracle, uh, blood in his artery and lungs. He asked for complete healing. 
The order of the call is, I need an ambassador to pray. Can anyone step up to pray this morning? Ambassador? I'll pray. Okay, this shell? Who's that was Miss B. Miss B? Okay. Thank you so much. And declaration be brought by David. Then we go right to closing comments hosted by Declare. I repeat, declare, prayer and corporate praise, Miss B. Declaration is David. Then we go right to closing comments hosted by Declare. The scripture for today is from Matthew seven twenty four. Anyone who listens to my teaching and follows it is wise, like a person who builds a house on solid rock. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading, hearing, and doing of his holy word. At this time, we ask you to put your phones on mute and turn and start to come off mute. I now pass the call over to the prayer word, Miss B. Everyone, please have a blessed and awesome day. Jesus love you, and so do I. Good morning, Heavenly Father. Once again, we come, Lord, thanking you for allowing us to wake up and see another day, Lord. Lord, I just praise your name and I just lift you up right now, Lord. Thanking you for allowing us to wake up, Father, because somebody didn't wake up this morning, Lord Jesus. Thank you for um, allowing us to be in our right mind, Lord Jesus. Lord, I ask that you forgive me of any sins I've committed by thought, word, or deed, so that you hear my prayer this morning, Lord. Created me a clean heart, O oh God, and renew a right spirit within me. Cast me not away from your presence, O oh Lord, and take not your Holy Spirit from me. Father, we need you today as never before. Today is a new day, a day we haven't seen before, Lord, and we thank you for that, Lord. Lord, I lift up John Gray to you, Lord, asking you to put a hedge around him, Lord. Touch him from the top of his head to the soles of his feet, Lord Jesus. We ask that your will be done in his life. I lift up his family to you, Lord, thanking you for what I know you're already working on and doing in his life, Lord Jesus. Lord, we praise you this morning. We magnify your name this morning, Lord. We love you this morning, Lord. Lord, I just thank you. I'm just so thankful this morning, Lord. You're just such a wonderful Savior and healer. We need you, Lord Jesus. We need you like never before, Lord. Thank you for the sun and the moon and the rain, Lord. Thank you. I lift up our, our, um, our officials, Lord, our president and our vice president and the cabinet, Lord, our governors, our mayors. I lift up the United States to you, Lord. I lift up our country to you, Lord. Asking you, Father, to continue to bless us and keep us in our right minds, Lord Jesus, and help us to not do some of the crazy things that we do, Lord. Lord, I just lift up Dion and her family to you, Lord. Thanking you for thanking you for her obedience, Lord Jesus. Thank you for this line. For some people, this is their lifeline every morning, Lord Jesus, and I just thank you for this, Lord. Lord, you're so mighty and you're so wonderful and you're so gracious, Lord Jesus. Thank you for your mercy, Lord, and 
give grace, Lord, that we don't deserve, Lord Jesus. I listen to all of our pastors that are uh, sharing your word with us, Lord, and teaching us how to live the way you want us to live, Lord, and to do the things that you want us to do, Lord. Helping us learn how to surrender, Lord, not some of our life, not part of our life, Lord, but all of our life to you, Lord. Following in your direction, Lord, reading your word every day. Thanking you, Lord, because we need you, Lord. Lord, we can't make it in this world without you, Jesus. And I'm just so thankful this morning, Lord. I'm just so thankful. I lift up Tarina to you, Lord, thanking you for her, Lord. Ask you to continue to bless and keep her as only you can do, Lord Jesus. I ask that we all take our phones off of mute and continue to praise the Lord as we know how Thanking him for his grace and his mercy. Thank you, Father. Thank you so much for all that you do in each and every one of our lives. I put you over us, Father. You preserve everything. And Father, we call out John Thank you, Lord God. 
Sorry about the silence. He's trying to call in. He's um, out of the country, but he's uh, still going to declare. So give him one moment.
Hold on, family. Don't go anywhere. Hold on. I'm going to read Psalms 12 in the meantime. How's that? Thank you, Miss B. Intercession. Help, Lord, save us. For godly ones are disappearing. Where are the dependable, principled ones? They are vanished in greed. Everyone lies, everyone flatters, and everyone deceives. Nothing but empty talk, smooth talk, and double talk. You will destroy every proud liar who says, we lie all we want. Our words are our weapons and won't be held accountable. Who can stop us? May Yahweh cut off their twisted tongues and seal their lying lips. May they all be silent, those who boast and brag with their high-minded talk. Intervention. But the Lord says, now I will rise. I will defend the poor, those who are plundered, the oppressed, and needy who groan for help. I will spring into action to rescue and protect them. For every word Yahweh speaks is sure and reliable. His truth is tested, found to be flawless and ever faithful. It's as pure as silver defined seven times in a crucible of clay. Inspiration. Lord, you will keep us safe out of the reach of the wicked, even though they strut, strut and prowl, tolerating and celebrating what is worthless and thine. You will still lift us up. Those are yours. Thank you, Lord Jesus. We praise your name, Father. I'm hurting, Lord. Will you forget me forever? How much longer, Lord? Will you look the other way when I'm in need? How much longer must I cling to this constant grief? I've endured the shaking of my soul. So much longer will my enemy have the upper hand. Take a good look at me, Yahweh, my God, and answer me. Breathe your life into my spirit. Bring light to my eyes in this pitch black darkness so I will sleep the sleep of death. Don't let my enemy proclaim I prevailed over him. For all my adversaries will celebrate when I I have always trusted in your kindness, so answer me. I will spin in the circle of joy when your salvation lifts me up. I will sing my songs of joy to you, Yahweh, for in all of this you have strengthened my soul. Thank you, Lord Jesus. My enemies say that I have no Savior, but I know that I have one in you. Thank you, Lord Jesus. That was Psalm 13. Thank you, Ms. B. Um, is there a declare that would like to share something? Um, David is in the Netherlands, and he was trying his best to get through, um, but it doesn't seem so. 
if someone, one of our ambassador declares would like to share, um, let me know. If not, then we're going to pray and release the call. This is the, I could share a little something. It won't be long because I am at the preschool. Okay, Didi. Thank you, honey. Good morning, everybody. Um, can you hear me okay, Jill? Yes, ma'am. Okay, well, I'm going to go ahead and just pray and just share a little bit, and then we can just go on about our day. Father, I thank you for yet another day, a day that we have not yet seen. We shall rejoice and just be glad in it. Oh, God, we give you the glory. We give you the honor. We give you the praise because you just blew your breath in our lungs this morning. That's why we woke up. It wasn't the alarm clock. It wasn't the dogs barking. It might. It wasn't our kids, our spouses. It was you. So for that, we say thank you. Holy Spirit, have your way. Have your way with us this day. So I thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Was someone trying to get on? Was that David? Maybe. No, you're thank good. You. Go ahead. Okay, please make sure you Thanks, Michelle. So guys, I didn't really. Um, I usually share Friday Night Live for those who know. Uh, we have a Friday Night Live call that I've led, I posted for seven years, I believe, and with Diane and um, Deborah Bubbly and just the whole Friday Night Live crew. So we get together most Fridays. It used to be every Friday, but as life changes, it, it's a, like a pop-up call, really. Um, but it's really good because it's like at the end of the week when you've gone through everything, it's where you can kind of pull up. It's not as you know. It's not a it's not a morning call. It's kind of where we share topics that's not normally discussed. There's no subject matter that we won't talk about, but we laugh, we love, we just give each other encouragement, we share our stories, and so I'm one person who always talks about how if you don't change some things, you're gonna stay stuck, and so transformation is just amazing that that's what we're on this month because a lot of people are stuck. My pastor said on Sunday, that it's not just your heart, it's the mind that needs to be removed. So praying, fasting, speaking in tongues, all of that is good. But unless you choose to change your mind about things, you're going to be stuck and there won't be transformation. And that means that, here goes that F word, y'all don't like me to talk about, forgiveness. I know, I know it's hard. I know it is. But that's the key to this, this, this walk, right? You can't look like you got it all together. You can, you you can, because some people do. Some people show up looking like they got it all together. They're, you know, from the outside, the outer appearance. Maybe you you know how to dress. You you got on the latest designers, whatever. Your lashes, or whatever it is. But that inside has not changed at all because you're still not willing to forgive. And some people have been holding on to grudges for 80 years. Some people have been holding on to childhood things that. That the people that they're fed up with, they're long gone. But you're not healthy and you're not healed because you feel like you have a right to be offended or you have a right to hold a grudge or you have a right to not forgive. 
And when you think about Peter, I, I, I'm so grateful for that, that, that reminder that if Jesus, <laughs> he forgave Peter for denying him. Wow. How dare we not forgive our brothers and our sisters? And, you know, um, COVID has really opened up my, my eyes to a lot of relationships, relationships that I put more um, value on than the other people. But what I, what I cannot do, I can't take it personal. Because in this day and age, we have to realize that the enemy is as a roaring lion. He's out to steal, kill, and destroy. His job is to demolish relationships that are God sent. So with that, be mindful of people that you're disregarding. Be mindful of, of people that you're just, you know, picking off for whatever reason. It's so much right now that most of us only have the capacity to deal with our own stuff. So please stop getting offended if people don't seem to show up or people can't get to your 911 because the truth of the matter is everybody right now is fighting their own 911 emergencies, right? So that's where you have to grow in grace. And that's why you have to choose to renew your mind daily, not just once, a few times because things are going to come at us, right? We talk about roadways. We talk about just not having patience with people. But if you just remember that God had patience with us and some things that we used to do that we no longer do, we have to give grace to our children, to our, our family members that may still be struggling in those areas that we've gotten through. That makes sense. So just focus more on your, minim, your mirror ministry. That means every day, do an exercise. Five minutes seems like a long time, and it is if you are looking at yourself. If you get in that mirror, if you really look beyond what the natural eyes can see, look in your eyes, look and see if you really truly like what you see. And then say, Lord, change me. Today I want to renew my mind. Yesterday's over, tomorrow's not promised. I want a new thing. I want a new song because today is new. And yesterday's over. We can't do anything about the things that, that's happened. We got to move forward, moving forward. It's, a, it's, a, it's just a good thing when you wake up, right? Think about it. When you wake up in the morning, that's a blessing. We really shouldn't have time to wake up in a bad mood or wake up mad. What you mad for? You should be glad that you woke up. That's a blessing. And you get an opportunity to renew your mind, right? You get an opportunity to just get up and do a, a victory dance. You get a, a, a choice to, like our sister Tanya, not Tanya says, to choose joy. And like Dion says, to unlearn some things, to let go of some things. And so I just encourage y'all this morning to love like never before. Love like this may be your last day. And then those relationships that's been a little, little rough, please be patient with people, right? Think before you speak, and sometimes don't say anything at all. Walk in love so that you can transform your tongue, you can transform your thoughts, right? You don't have to have the last day. Peace is better than being right, right? Some people, you just have to say, okay. I'm going to love them. I'm going to forgive them because Jesus forgave me for everything that I did. He, he just gave his life for us. So what right do we really have to not say, okay, that's a grace, that's grace right there. Even if you're right, even if you're right, it's okay to say, I'm going to give you grace so that you can heal and be whole from the inside out. See, transformation is, is so beautiful, y'all. It really is transformation will change some things. Some, some of your relationships with your children will mend if you start with you. Don't worry about what they're doing wrong. 
Focus on uh, what you need to work on with you and then pray, right? Go back and pray. Pray pray from your heart for those things that may not be going the way you want them to go. It's your job, in your marriage, it, with your children, in your health. Because, again, a lot of us aren't healthy because we are holding on to what God has said, let go of. I've already given that. Jesus gave it up on the cross for you. So why are you holding on to that? It's just making you sick. So we want to be healed from the inside out, transform and renew our minds because that's how you heal. And that's how you really walk this walk out. You walk it out if you just be free. Because whom the son says free is free indeed. We don't have to hold on to that. It's the cornerstone in any relationship if you just understand that. Hey, God, I blew it yesterday. Today I'm going to do better. And then try to. So that, that goes with renewing your mind constantly and saying, change me. I heard Barbara say, forgive me for those things. Sometimes we're doing things you don't even realize we're doing. Ask for forgiveness, even if you don't know, for things that you say, you think, or do, right? It's a beautiful blessing to have breath and have life. We can't take any effort for granted. So like I said, I jumped in. Hopefully what I shared is just a little piece of just how to transform so that you can be a better you, to be the best you that God created because he created you. You're fearfully and wonderfully made. We know that. I'm lifting David up as he's in the Netherlands, and I'm just so grateful for that young millennial. Y'all, we got some awesome young people on fire for the world. We cannot forget that. So share with that because it's, I'm at the preschool. I just want you guys to rejoice and enjoy your day. But remember, forgiveness is giving up the hope that the past could be any different. There's some things from our past we can't do nothing about. Just walk and transform and be glad in it. Be glad that you see this day. Be glad that you are here July 12, 2022. Because some people didn't make it. Rejoice in the Lord, I say, because today is a new day. Do something new. Sing a new song. Talk about something new. Let go of what's holding you back. That's it. That's my share. Share. I'll turn it off to you. Thank you, sister. To God be the glory. See, God does all things well. The Holy Spirit will step in and give us something that we need. It might have been somebody on the line that just was struggling with forgiveness, may have been struggling with the thought of um, just getting out, hey, stay on self way. I, I, I take that. I take that literally. Getting out my own self way, getting rid of my thinking, thinking. Um, and not that, you know, my mind is polluted. No, it's, that's not it. But sometimes we can grab a hold of something and just be set in that thing because it's the way that we think it should go, our opinion, you know, our ways. And it, it, we get stuck right there. So thank you, Dee Dee. Thank you so much. That was great. And I just want to, um, just reiterate on the scripture, um, Romans 12 and 2, and I'm going to read it from the Amplified Version. And it says, and do not be conformed to this world any longer with its superficial values and customs, but be transformed and progressively changed as you mature spiritually by the renewing of your mind, focusing on godly values and ethical attitudes attitude, sorry, and that you may prove for yourselves what the will of God is, that which is good and acceptable and perfect in his plan and purpose for you. May God have a blessing to the reading, hearing, doing of his word. Let's apply his word to our lives. Let's um, receive um, 
and be able to forgive as he went to Calvary for us to have a right relationship. He forgave us. He reigned on the just and the unjust. So we should expound grace upon grace. Everyone is not where we're at. And we came from somewhere. Hello, somebody. We all came from somewhere. So to God be the glory. If there's anyone on the line that would like to say good morning, give me one moment. I'll let you do so. Uh, And just come in with a praise, with thanksgiving, and allow God to be able to work on those areas and those things. Um, that keep us hindered. And it could be ourselves. We're not going to blame everything on the enemy, but we're going to allow ourselves uh, to come humbly and boldly to the throne of grace and allow God to do his perfect work. So presenting ourselves as a living sacrifice, which is holy and acceptable as our reasonable service, but we're going beyond reasonable today because we want to be triumphant on today. So if there's anyone that joined the call late and would like to say good morning, please do so. Shell, I want to share that same scripture in the Passion Version. Go right ahead, Ms. B. Stop imitating the ideals and opinions of the culture around you but be inwardly transformed by the Holy Spirit through total reformation of how you think. This will empower you to discern God's will as you live a beautiful life, satisfying and perfect in his eyes, your proper role in the body of Christ. Lord, have mercy. Amen. Thank you. Thank you, Miss B. He can't say it so many ways where you can't understand it. Hmm. The renewing of your mind. Who joined the call and would like to say good morning? Give God the glory. Good morning. Good morning. This is Mother Geraldine. Good morning. Good morning, Mother Geraldine. I'm over here hearing you all. Diddy, you did a beautiful job jumping in. And uh, Sister D, oh my God. It was just good to hear your sound. Thank you so much, Sister, for allowing the Holy Spirit to flow. Thank you. God be the glory. Also about God's grace. <laughs> Good morning. This is Leomia. Good morning, Mother Leomia. Good morning, Miss Mary. Go ahead, Miss Mary. Good morning, Miss Mary. Good morning, Swanita. Good morning. Good morning, Restore. Hey, Good morning, Moxie. Good morning. <laughs> Good morning. It's Cassandra. Loved your declaration. Love you. God bless you. Good morning. This is Monica. I love the uh, scriptures on this morning. Thank you. Thank you, Monica. Thank you for calling in. We make a conscious decision to join in and uh Give this, declare triumphant on this Tuesday to declare victory in every area of our lives. To God be the glory. Who joined the call this morning? Good morning. It's pretty Patrice. Thank you all this morning. God bless you. Great job. God bless you as well. Good morning, Sarah. Good morning, Dee Dee. Morning, Christina Joy. Morning is jubilant. Good morning, jubilant. Yo, 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 yo. 
Yo, yo. Good morning. Good morning. It's persistent. Good morning, persistent. Good morning, Didi. It's Deidre. hears you. She says, good morning, I'm sure. This is Rochelle. Is there anyone that joined the call and that would like to share um, what they received from Didi's share, from the scripture this morning? Anyone want to make a declaration that they're going to, uh, you know, transform their mind. They're going to get out their own self way. They're going to, you know, do the mirror ministry and be accountable. Huh? Be true to thy own self, my lady says. All my first lady says all the self, all the time, all the time. Be true to thy own self. Good morning. You know what I keep hearing? I keep on hearing that um, Dee Dee needs to do the uh, forgiveness, the, the lifestyle, uh, living a lifestyle forgiveness again. I think we need a recap of it, Dee Dee. I'm just throwing that out there, sister. Love you. Being messy on this Tuesday morning, but okay. <laughs> no, I just really think we need to re- recap that book again. Now I got to, maybe, maybe that was the Holy Spirit speaking to me, you know? I do, because it's something that we constantly have. It doesn't change. We all have mm-hmm. to apply that. It's a lifestyle, so yeah. We'll do it. I know I'll do it. I agree with you, Moxie. What I what I got from Dee Dee share was my daughter is um, walking around with unforgiveness toward uh, some of her friends that didn't call her and say happy birthday, <laughs> and I need to tell her she needs to forgive if she she want to be forgiven. So thank you, Dee Dee. Yeah, because that's so true. I'm sorry, I'm coming back in. Because I realized, you know, not even for myself, sometimes we be holding people hostage. People be, you know, holding you hostage for stuff that, and be holding themselves hostage at the same time, you know. I got a good friend that I, I really feel like sometimes, you know, like it, it comes out the wrong way. It comes out in an argument. You know, it comes out seven years later. You know, and I really think that, you know, when we do that, we not only... Um, holding that person hostage, but we holding ourselves hostage. You know what I'm saying? To it. Who better to yeah, celebrate clearly, you than you? Yeah. Yeah. And I if that means really really forgiving, you know, really forgiving, mm-hmm. not just that superficial. Oh yeah, I'm good. I'm cool. You know, and and just because you could be in a presence, that's not forgiving. You know. Yeah. I just clearly heard God say, "It's my place as her mom to." to help her understand that you can't do that. That's not okay. So it's just a teachable moment. And I thank God for Dee Dee for putting it out there because I totally forgot. And I was letting her walk around being upset. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm great. Let me share something with you, Deborah, because uh, that's my niece and I love her. But let me say something. I understand because I'm the yeah. type of person that I go hard, right? So my feelings mm-hmm. get hurt. When my dad yeah. died in 2018, a whole mm-hmm. bunch of stuff would happen, right? I mm-hmm. got so hurt by some close people that I shut down. To this day, I'm still mm-hmm. shut down. But what the Holy Spirit gave me is that 
you don't have a right because nobody is capable of never selling you, right? Because people are people. So that's what, mm-hmm. what to let Monica know is her friends, we don't know what's going on. And I understand mm-hmm. that because when I don't get the invite or I don't get the, it hurts. But we got to mm-hmm. understand, don't take it personal. Know that God mm-hmm. got you. Or sometimes people just forget. We got to give them grace. Mm-hmm. Right, mm-hmm. so I'm gonna mm-hmm. text me her number. I'm gonna call her and sing to her on today. <laughs> get through that. Man. What you she said? She just celebrated her twentieth birthday. So oh wow! <laughs> so I she's like, I, they didn't even call me and say happy birthday. I went out my way to make sure I said happy birthday yeah. to them and blah blah yeah. blah. And uh, yeah, they didn't reciprocate. So it's a, she's all bent out of shape. I'm like, oh, so. With your um test, with your um declaration, I was able to. God brought it to my attention that you need to tell her that that's not godly. You got to forgive. That's but also she has to. She has to. Have, but she's her feelings though. That's what we we forget. They're, they're still hers, right? Especially mm-hmm. when you're a person that do you know you go out your way and you don't get it back. Mm-hmm. You have mm-hmm. to be intentional about that because sometimes you don't get back what you give out. But That's it's but right. it's okay. It's a, it's a learning, like James. There's a le- a lesson from learning, mm-hmm. lesson from life lesson. So mm-hmm. I will reach out yeah. to her as well. And then what Moxie is saying is true. I found mm-hmm. out in my surgery that there are some things if you don't forgive, it will your body will be affected for it, right? It mm-hmm. will. It's not just a we talk about it, but it's real. You gotta let mm-hmm. them be. So think about Jesus. Mm-hmm. Consider the cross. Wow. Consider the cross. Yes. I mean, oh there's some God. petty yes. stuff. There's some wow. petty stuff. People mm-hmm. are holding grudges yes, for is. today that don't even make mm-hmm. sense. And you don't even have don't a right. Because when yeah. you think about how you've offended people too, how mm-hmm. dare you? Your wow. attitude, your mouth, you say things, you think things, mm-hmm. but you walking around with your chest out. That's pride. <laughs> Can't mm-hmm. do it. So, yeah, yeah I'll reach out to Monica. And thank you, my sister. Yeah, for that. I appreciate that because I, I wasn't even thinking about it. I'm just letting her go on her merry way, complaining about it. I'm like, you know what? He reminded me I need to help her with that, you know, because she needs to learn that you can't do that. That's not good for you. And as far as you being connected to Christ, that's that's going to interfere. Like Moxie said, though, we be holding people hostage and the person be going on about their business. Forgiveness is for us. <laughs> yes, it is. He's yes, upset about them. And, and as far as birthdays go, we, we, a lot of us be forgetting. I'd be having to say belated birthday to some people because mm-hmm. you didn't, you, so many things are going on in life, you forget, oh, my God, it was so full birthday. So when I remember, then I call and say something. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. God be the glory. That forgiveness yeah. is so important. And it's important yeah. for us. That's what we need to remember. Mm-hmm. Yes, it is. Yep, yeah, that is so true. Mm-hmm. Thank you, ladies. Does anyone yes. else want to share anything? You know, so that's what, you know I'm sorry, I got to chime in one more time. When, when it comes to the unforgiveness, you guys know what I learned and what I realized? Because that's what I love about my, our, my tribe on Declare Victory is it will make you see where you're immature at, you know, with your emotions and, and how you deal with things, you know what I mean? And I'm so grateful that God has shown me that, you know, as far as, you know, you you, you got to be able to 
process things the right moment, and that's how I'm able to forgive through my, you know, understanding the the situation and, and given that grace, like you said, and, and being able to maturely process it of understanding that, you know, how, you know, that um, scriptures, we're not fighting against um, flesh and blood, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's through these, it's these principalities and, and the, you know, y'all know the scripture, but when I came to more understand that, uh, I can maturely process that without um, really hating on that person, you know what I mean? It's like, I, I can separate, that her from the situation, you know. So yeah, definitely. I just for some reason just this forgiveness thing has just been um coming back up. So I just know that the Holy Spirit is definitely speaking to me to go deeper even for myself. You know, because you know, we we thinking that we fully forgave until I realized like, okay, Mona, that's that that that's you're feeling your heart when you amongst the person or you amongst the situation that you still got work to do in that area, you know? An ongoing thing, Mike. If people think they got it all, oh, baby, gotta gotta give you another pop quiz. You're like, oh, you thought you forgot? Because the love of God <laughs> forgives our trespassers. He does. It does. It says so in the Word. You gotta read the Word how we have to forgive it doesn't say can you please forgive no right but i think people get forgiveness and forgetting confused right oh you, Come on, you, you don't forgive, for you don't forget but you can't forget how do you forget that what was done to you that's not you that, that's god all we can do is love them and it doesn't give them it don't mean that they didn't do it it don't mean that, that the offense didn't happen it's for you to heal because it's you know you have to understand that whether you get an apology or not. And it's hard because I know I don't want to forgive sometimes. My brother really used to call me Debo because I would fight you physically. But I, I love God. And it's like, listen, that little offense, I'm going to keep it moving. I'm going to forgive them because the word tells me to. And I'm going to love them because I'm commanded to. But I'm also love them because I choose to. I choose to love the hurt because hurt people hurt people. That's real. When you get it. And I know if I forgave, my ex-husband, I said all the time, that's my brother. And I forgave my daddy, but my daddy, it was different because the, the, the girl daddy hurt me. I understood. Once I understood what he came from and his walk, it was easy, easy to love. So I, when you forgive people that hurt you, sometimes you heal them because you can heal where they hurt, if that makes sense. Some people are just wounded, and so they do things, and then you add to the wound because you're offended. But as a believer, if you really tap into the word says and you use your wisdom, you can let a heart away. I'm not saying you got to kick it or do brunch, but if you love them because God said, and you can wish them well, and you have a right to set healthy boundaries, it'll heal you before, man, my God, I know I'm healed more so because I don't have those ocular migraines that I have for years. That's the one thing. And then I love, I love and I like but I'm also um, very, very particular where I let my energy go. I hope that makes sense. My peace has to be protected. So I hope that helps somebody. Didi, I'm going to chime in a little bit. Um, I just want to, uh, the scripture says, if you have an alt with your brother, leave your gifts at the altar. So we come to him daily. We come to him petitioning him. We're coming to him, thanking him and doing all that we do. We dress up so nice, but when we get close, we stink. 
And that's what that's that's what that looks like. We dressed up all nice on the outside, but when we get that fragrance that we're giving off stinks because we have that unforgiveness. If the Lord tells us to bring it to the altar, it, it leave your gifts there. So you holding on to all these pretty bags and it's nothing in them. So we have to go back to whomever for whatsoever to free ourselves. So not only will our bags be full of blessing that we can smell good from the inside out. That's what we keep talking about is transformation. I think Phil talked about how uh, the inside has the out, outwardly appearance when your heart is changed. That that's that's just a vision that I got, but that's the scripture. That if we have if we uh have to come to him and we're sacrificing and doing all of this, but at the same time we being mean and, and not unforgiving, what's the purpose? What is our sacrifice? Are we actually sacrificing? Are we really doing what the Lord tells us to do? Or are we pretending? Hold on one second, Mark. One second. Okay. What I'm saying is that goes back to when Tanya shared about going to that that you know that elite restaurant and how it looks beautiful and you know everything's so beautiful, but then when you sit down at the table and you can see that the linen is dirty and they're serving you, you know, it's the same thing. That's why I said people can show up with that sanctuary show. But the inside, because you're going to be by yourself. The real you going to meet you. No matter, there's no future in your front. It's not. So I know people say, are you the same person at church? Well, for me, I, my kids, like I say all the time, I cannot be nobody but me because those three children that the Lord gave me to raise know me. So they can get me together. So we can't front and you be one person when you're at church or on the line and your family looking at you like, I don't even know you. <laughs> Go ahead, Mark. No, I was just about to um, chime in that one last time and say, you know, about the forgiveness thing. You know, I remember a time where it was like, okay, I'll, I'll forgive you once I get you back. Like, hold on, I got to get my lick back first. Then we can, we can talk about it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm so grateful to God on today. No, you can't get your lick back, Mona, okay? You got to forgive before the lick back. But you know, I know about that lick back. I'm gonna get you. Yeah. I'm gonna laugh. <laughs> I had to laugh at myself at that, y'all. I'm sorry, <laughs> but it's real. It's just real. I just, you know, I'm so grateful to understanding of forgiveness. Because I remember when I first got on this line, y'all remember that was one of the one of the first things that I said I wouldn't go do, and I never forget the love that y'all poured into me because I was serious. I was so serious. I was like, it's not gonna happen. It's just not gonna happen. But look at God. Look at God. He is so amazing. And you know, the Lord said he'll fight your battles for you. So who best to fight your battles, honey? He could do it way better than I can because your door going to be locked. I can't get in. But he can He can penetrate the heart. <laughs> Trust the master. Our great defender. He goes before. He's our defender. He goes before. He goes before us. And he says he'll bring back the heads of our enemies. We could just stand there, right? Just stand there and trust him that he will fight our battles. It's not a lot of times it ain't even our battles to fight, but mm-hmm. Mona, I know you. <laughs> I'm going to get that last <laughs> hand. You just made me think about it. How loud? I'm not going to lose the fight, but I'm so glad that God delivered me from out of that because it don't even matter 
That's how some people end up dead or in jail, too. That's a whole nother declaration. Good morning. Uh, Good morning. Can you hear me? Uh Uh-huh. Good morning. Okay. So, um... Good morning, everybody. I thank you, big sister, little sister, big sister, both, for the declaration. And the thing I'm thinking about it is the fact that forgiveness is a daily walk. It's all day long, 24-7, because the slightest little things can come up to be an irritant and to remind, to cause us to have to make a choice whether or not we're going to be offended or not going to be offended. So it is, it's a, it's a 24-7 walk and determination every single day, all day long. Because even as we forgive and we know God is, has given us the ability to forgive, that doesn't mean that the enemy doesn't send little darts to try to say, oh, well, they did such and such, and we have the choice. We have to make a choice whether or not we're going to respond in forgiveness or respond in, nope, I have released that, and I'm not taking it back. So you bless me, God bless you, and I will go on mute. True, it's it's all day. People don't think about it because you're right. Something that may have happened um, in high school, I'm 54, thinking about it, and I actually seen a person, and I was like, uh, to really remember that forgiveness is a, is a, is a, is a it is it's a work. You can't just think you forget and you forgave somebody, and it's not anyone won't shoot shoot darts. But also to thank you because you said about your son Donnell. He calls me at the right time, so I got a call from my nephew that blessed me and hope birthday. So I love you guys. Thank God that you are my sister. Anybody else have anything? Yes, I just wanted to get in on it. Um, (laughs) I think about when we were children, you know, how we, um, forgiveness is is tricky because we say we forgive and then we quickly, as quickly as we say, I forgive you, the sin keeps coming back up, you know, because you keep, forgiveness is really, we go into God and really, truly asking him to forgive us because we have sinned against our father. That's why we find it very hard to forgive someone, especially those that offend you. Uh, you know, I look at our Declare uh, Victory team, and we're always, each one of us are there, you know, to encourage one another and to push each other right into our purpose. I love the fact that our uh, people here is our place where we can come to. And even though there was not a person to stand in line, I know Brother David is somewhere else, but look how the Lord put a team together to bring us right back into focus. This line can run, I believe, if no one would say anything I love the fact that here is where it's free. This is a free space for everyone. And each morning, every one of us have fallen guilty of forgiving a person who has offended us. But I often honestly say, let's forgive quickly, because the quicker you do it, the better it is. You know, 
I mean, there is times, as Dee Dee, I love how she uh, uses her ex-husband as an example. Many of us have ex, and we've all been, uh, you know, done something, <laughs> you know. So I am saying today, I'm right with you all. I'm encouraging you. Thank you, uh, Sister Rochelle, and all of those that have, you know, I just love it. I love how we can do it. Forgiveness is, is something that it takes each and every one of us to pull from our own well, that well that is deep in us that we have not let go. So I believe today is a day of forgiveness. So every time you think about it and every time you see that person's face, just say, I forgive them until it actually, the face will disappear. I thank you all. Thank you so much for everything. Y'all beautiful. I love it. <laughs> Keep going. So you already know, coming from who who, who my pastor is, um, he messed me up with that. Years ago, I tell her all the time, when you're going through so much hell and you go to church and the pastor says, forgive in advance, that threw me off. Because it was like, what do you mean? Because we know people are flawed. If you really understood that people really do people's stuff, and the same way you offend people, so will they, it'll be easier to do the process. Didn't say it was easy, but you'll understand more because people are people. They're not God. God is the only one who can't fail, who can't break promises. But people will because people change their minds. So once I understood that, it's like, and then I know what I do because I'm a mess. I thank God for his grace in my life. I promise you I do. I thank God that I can go and apologize to my children for areas that I didn't know I was messing with as a mother. And now that they're grown, and so they give me feedback. It helps me to even be a better grandmother, a better daughter to my mother, a better wife. A better, you know, so forgiveness is so important, y'all. And Sister Jerry, I thank you. I always have to tell you because you were so inspirational in me going, going through the church as a single mother because you love me. When I hurt, you love me. So thank you. Good morning. Absolutely. This is Juanita. Absolutely. Oh, go ahead, you guys. Okay. Um, I mean, just bringing up the forgiveness and then the ex-husband and things of that nature. Um, you know, I know that um, God, you know, it's in the midst when it came to me forgiving my ex-husband. My ex-husband, my first husband, rather, um, he had, like, stolen the kids, you know, after we had separated and I wasn't able to do anything about it because back then it was a years i mean the 80s but um he uh i couldn't you know it wasn't the child support and all that stuff wasn't even you know a big major factor you know they were like when we divorced they was like well you know you can if you wanted to or whatever but even through that um we wasn't quite divorced yet and so he had stolen the kids from the playground and i wasn't able to do anything about it because we didn't have legally um, anything binding which one was going to have the kids. So, you know, and it wasn't, and I knew that he didn't want the kids, that it was just more or less just to hurt me. And so, um, you know, during that time, a lot of things had transpired and, um, you know, just forgiveness. Like I can see him now, you know, we we grew up together as kids. So, you know, I don't have any animosity against him, a lot of the things that was done. You know, and it's just the forgiveness, and it really doesn't come up like, you know, even a hurt when you talk about it, because it used to hurt even if you talk about it, because you still had that 
unforgiveness in your heart, but, you know, um, deep down. But like you said, you know, you don't forget. I can think about it or remember about it. I don't have any hurt feelings about anything that had transpired when we were married um, or divorced or going through our divorce. And, um, you know, so I, I believe that God allows you to to forget about those things. You know what I'm saying? Is that those things don't just keep coming up in your in, in your memory. Like, oh, I remember he did this, and, you know, and you have those feelings that come back up. So when those feelings don't come up again, you know that it's true um, it's true forgiveness, you know, and I can see that person. The first thing that come up in my mind wouldn't be, oh, I remember you did this <laughs> to me, or you, you know, you made me lose my home, you know, anything, you know, none of that stuff. So I just thank God, um, uh, for you, for you and, you know, always reminding us of, you know, how it's important because it, it, unforgiveness can harbor diseases and, you know, it can it can hurt. Like you said, you don't even have the, the headaches anymore, and you know that it came where it came from. So, you know, I thank God for um, everybody on this line. I thank God for the line, um, and y'all have a blessed day. I think that's Absolutely. a Perry movie, what you went through, <laughs> which your I that I'm telling you because I know I'm a, a person whose husband did the same thing, but it wasn't about the kids. So. I'm glad you restored. And God is not like, y'all know that movie Groundhog Day, where every time you get up, you're repeating the same thing. To me, that's what it feels like if you allow what somebody did to you to keep you bound. They go on about their merry way. They tiptoe to the toilet, and you over there mad, trying to plot. They ain't thinking about you. But you're still mad, so who's who's winning? Not not you. You think, I'm going to be mad. I'm not going to speak. Honey, they don't care. They have gone about their business, so... Thank you, Juanita. Was that you, Sister Jerry? Yes, ma'am. I was just going to jump in there and just remind you all, there is some, there is some steps of uh, forgiveness, you know, and sometimes we just got to go and, you know, take the bull by the horn, as uh, some people would say, but know what uh, uh, forgiveness uh, is and why it matters and become forgiveness fit. How do you become that? I mean, it's like, do I have to do exercise? Yeah, exercising your faith, address your in uh, your inner pain, develop a forgiving mind through empathy, and when forgiveness is hard, call upon the strength of God. Forgive yourself. That's our biggest thing. Us. It starts with us. So I mean, I love you allowing us to tag team with you on this morning, sister, because. We can uh, bounce right off of each other. I love that. And um, it's just, it was just something that, you know, you think that you've forgiven a person. You really do. I guarantee you when you get off this phone, <laughs> it just has a way of, you know, just kind of hitting us back right in our face because we say it and then something else happens. So on today, let's just practice those, uh, you know, unforgiveness or that you have bit down because it does cause emotional sickness, head sickness, and body sickness. And it even, as one of the sisters says, can cause disease. Cancer is a big source of unforgiveness. Believe it. I promise you. If you go in and you look at different charts, um, it's because we have, uh, you know, just, I, I call it uh, roots of bitterness. So let's 
let's start there. I thank you, uh, and this is a great discussion this morning. Amen. Dee Dee, can I share a couple of scriptures on um, forgiveness? I don't know if she had any reference to any, but yeah. oh, okay. Matthew six and fourteen um, says, "For if you forgive other people when they sin against you, your heavenly Father will also forgive you." Also, Mark eleven and twenty six. But if ye do not forgive, neither will your Father, which is in heaven, forgive your trespasses. So it's in the word, y'all, and it's it's a command. Uh, Sister Jerry talked about forgiveness, fitness. <laughs> forgiveness, fitness. That's a good one. It is exercises to take because um, there are things that have happened that you like, I ain't going to never forgive. But then if you really think about some things that you've done, renew your mind and really do your own mirror ministry. Start writing down things that you've done and then go to the Word and get a Word for it because trust me, there's a Word for every offense every grudge, everything that you shouldn't be doing, because God wants us to be better. Worship him and not worry about the things that have happened. He wants us to praise him and not tap in the petty, because we can all get petty. You know how you can give a nice, a nice nasty word? You know, some of us know we've had it done to us, and we may be guilty of doing it, giving them a word, <laughs> but you're saying it in sarcastic. Go ahead, Sister Jerry. I think that was you doing say something. Hi, this is Monica. How can you, how will you know if you're holding unforgiveness? Can I say something? Um, this is pretty Patrice. Hey, honey. Hey, um, I want to share something that I realized that I was holding on to. I have four sisters. Um, I came to California. In 96, uh, I was running from a domestic violence relationship. And so that was one person I had to forgive, and I knew that I had to forgive him uh, for that situation. Um, But remember, I said I have four sisters. Well, I've been here for over 25 years, and I have a sister that I don't even speak about hadn't spoke about and my sponsor from my recovery family said why you never talk about your other sister well this other sister did something to my mom and her son killed my aunt and I didn't realize that I had been holding on to unforgiveness in my heart and had never even asked God to forgive me for the resentment I thought I dealt with it earlier in my life, and it was just that I preferred that they not be in my life, so I don't even speak about them. My sponsor said, but you'll forgive anybody else, and you speak about everybody else. And she said, I hear the tone in your voice when you speak about this person. That's not okay, Patrice, and you got to forgive them. You got to go to God. 
and you got to ask for forgiveness. And it started to make me not be able to go to sleep at night. So I had to humble myself and I had to say it out loud. God, if there's any unforgiveness in my heart for my sister and I called her name and my nephew and I called his name, I ask that you take it out by the root. And I had to say that out loud and mean it. And just like that, he took it away. I was no longer having headaches. I can now speak about it without having any animosity in my voice or in my conversation. So unforgiveness is real. And it's not for them. It's for me. And the reason I didn't know that I still had unforgiveness is because I haven't seen them. It hasn't been brought in my face. I haven't had because he was in jail. So I didn't know that I still had unforgiveness. So I called my cousin, the mom who was killed, and I said, cousin, I don't know what to do. She said, I said, I can't sleep. I'm not able to go to sleep. I'm not. It's still bothering me. And she said, what I had to do is I had to go to God and ask that I be forgiven for what I was holding on to. And she said she she did it for herself, and she suggested that I do it as well. And the, and the thing is, is that I didn't been evangelized and everything, and I'm walking around here praying for people, and I got some stuff in me that I didn't know that I still had, right? And so he brings it to you when you're ready to deal with it. That's why it came back. It's because I was ready. And so uh, I hope that helps someone. God bless you all, and thank you for this dialogue on this morning. Thank you for sharing that, because that's, that's, that's true. Um, if you, you didn't really know that there was still some unforgiveness, and I think what you shared, to me, spoke to what Monica was saying, too. How do you know? You know because you're avoiding them, or if you feel away, if you hear their name, or see them or there's mm-hmm. any bitterness you're, you're still holding on to that grudge like that's how you know because you haven't moved on you're still replaying that offense and all you're doing is giving the enemy play because it's like hit that rewind button but he keeps showing showing you that offense that hurts you and you're not able to move forward and then you have to see it you have Because it's easy to say, right, or show up and act like it and smile, and, but you haven't really dealt with it, and you cannot heal if you don't deal with that thing. It'll, you can put a Band-Aid on it, put some peroxide and all of that, but it's not healed until you rip that thing off and heal and really deal with that offense and that hurt and that pain. Sometimes you just simply have to write it out. Write it out. Get it out of you by writing it out. You may um, ever get an apology, but you have to be okay with that. And, again, spoke about in maturation spiritually. Just get into the word. Seek God about it. Give it to him. He's fading in and out a little bit. Amen. 
uh, Dee Dee, mm-hmm. when you were saying that, um, I want to just say something to Sister uh, Pretty Patrice. The Lord yeah. just said, God cannot heal what we won't allow him to reveal. Thank you for your testimony on today. And God is going to fix everything, everything that you talked about. And there will be a reunion. So he um, already has God. this. Amen. Amen. <laughs> so I am Thank so happy you. to hear your voice, but to be able to talk about it is even better. And also to Monica, those are the things that as we are, you know, releasing the forgiveness part of our lives, man, I was just thinking about it as you were talking, and I could see a a young lady, a a little girl sitting in the chair at church, squirming around because a person that had had done something to this person was, came in their presence, and they began to, like, because they really have this anxiety. There's an anxiety that comes up with unforgiveness. So I thank you for sharing that. And I'm so relieved on today. This is a good dialogue. I thank you. Amen. Yes. Um, and, and I was just saying, as we begin the talk is Rochelle again, that we bury those things. And once we bury them, um, they, they kind of like hide from us. And I was talking to my brother one day, and we he had did the dirt because he was getting ready to lay some cement. He had they turned the dirt over and over and over again, got rid of all the rocks. And then when the rain came a couple days later, it was more rocks. Now, they tilled the dirt to get all the rocks out. But when the rain came, it exposed all that stuff that was hidden. That's what prayer mm. does. That That's what uh, the transformation does. That's what committing... Um, everything really really unto him coming and giving him everything that's what that water signifies the cleaning the nourishment the surrender the submission to allow him when we come and say no lord i present myself i give it all to you those hidden places those dark places those deep places that's what the replenishment and the nourishment of the the spirit of god does for us i just that just happened so i that was you know, God is he's strategic in all that he does. So if it's buried, just allow the Holy Spirit to reveal it. He brings all things back to our remembrance. When you have uh-huh. unforgiveness, um, you can't move forward. You may think you're moving forward, but that unforgiveness come to come back to haunt you, and you can't move forward at all. And and you have to ask God why and search yourself because unforgiveness can can wreck your whole life. You think you're moving forward, and then it hits you that I still haven't forgave this person. And that's, you know, anybody on this line that's holding for unforgiveness, don't be ashamed of anything because God is not ashamed of you. He just wants you to be whole 
And you cannot be whole when you're holding on to unforgiveness. So unforgiveness is for you to grow, for you to to grow in Christ and all of those good things. So it's you know, bite the bullet, tell the person you you forgive them for what they've done, and then just let it go away. But I, I you know, unforgiveness is a is a subject that we need to visit every now and then because we need to have have a soul search of our own self and make sure that we are walking in Christ instead of holding on to unforgiveness. That's all. Great subject. Dee Dee, you know. Yes. Great subject. You're good at it. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Um, thank you guys for sharing that. This is Monica again. I want to say um, in listening to this, like I need to, I feel like there's an area that I never really discuss or talk about that I'm feeling like I need to share with you guys right now because I don't know if I'm holding unforgiveness, but I have a son who um, is gay and um, got married to a man not too long ago. And... I could tell that it still hurts me. It bothers me. Um, I talked to him about it. I was honest with him about how I felt about his lifestyle because he wasn't raised that way. I do understand that maybe there's something that happened to him, but because I feel like I didn't raise him that way and I brought him up in church, I I don't know. I don't know if I'm taking it personally, but it's like my relationship. I love my son, but our relationship is severed. Like, he doesn't talk to me because I wouldn't come to his wedding. Um, I won't accept his lifestyle. And I feel like it's like this line has been drawn in the sand, like we took two different sides like I want to live for God and he chose this other life and I don't know how to really deal with that like I don't know how to hey Monica uh, Monica. yeah take you out of it because you're making it about Mm -hmm. you give it to God that's your son and the same mm-hmm. way God loves you, he loves him. And so this is the reason why I can say it, because your story sounds like a friend of mine who didn't go to her daughter's wedding, the same scenario. And so they mended it because the mother decided to love her daughter anyway. You don't have to accept the lifestyle, but that's still your child. It's the same way that, that Jesus went to the cross for us, for the sins that we've done. All right, so you have to look beyond that and love your son in spite of his lifestyle. I hope that makes sense. So you're suffering because you said it's Amen. severed. A line was line was drawn in the sand, but who drew the line? Amen. Our kids don't always, you know, the that lifestyle is so big right now, and that to me is the biggest one because I, I think I said the other day, you can celebrate a child that just got out of prison, but a gay child you, you dispose of. And I'm not 
you've done. But I'm saying you love your son because that's why it's hurting you. Because, yeah. Amen. And, um, and uh, can I jump in? Go ahead. You. I can't hear Mark, you. The you phone breaking up. Yeah. I can't okay. hear. Um, Geraldine, go ahead, Geraldine. Yes. Um, now, um, Monica, I, as you were speaking, the Lord had. Uh, I was gonna, you know, try to jump in, but He was saying how we have things that have been hidden, being, people that have died, and people on this line this morning still are holding a grudge against a person that have died. They're no longer here. Your situation, He said for us to pray for you this morning, if you don't mind. Because this is, even though, you know, everyone says you have to forgive them, you do. And mm -hmm. and what we do is we go to that person. You have to go and sit at a table with your son. You talk with him. It will be rewarding for you as well as for him. We don't know. Sometimes we push a person even further into a situation by rejection. Rejection is one of the most cruelest things anyone can do. I've been rejected. I'm saying what I know just from my own self. And I want you to know on this morning, if you don't mind, Kevin, we pray. Thanks of God, would you mind? You can unmute your line if, if you can. And let's just pray for our sister that she can go. And she can call her son and say, I want to meet you. I want to meet you and your whatever the, the person is, if it's a spouse, a woman, a male, or and, and they are playing the role of a wife or whichever way it is, you are the bigger person. One thing is this, God loves you so much because you're open and you're honest. And I thank God that this morning is a great day to start. This is a new day. This is of the beginning of you turning point of what you thought. See, because what the enemy meant for evil, God will turn it for good. So if you would on this morning, allow me to just pray with you. Heavenly Father, we thank you this morning. Everyone on this line today, you can take your phones off of you. Let's encourage our sister. Let's infuse into her what she felt was an empty spot. Well, she said that you have, she have written like, it's like the, the, the line in a sand, in the sand, and how, how deep can that get? So on this morning, Father God, we release our God, in the name of Jesus. right yes, back Lord. to you, Father in God. For you know this morning, Father God, and we ask that you 
just some scriptures um um all that we do we want to make sure we um give the word um monica first peter four and eight um talks about um love that covers a multitude of sins and then also first corinthians 
13 is the love chapter. Um, I just encourage you to take those scriptures and meditate on them and pray on them so um, your heart can abound, can receive the love that abounds all. Um, there you go, mm-hmm. Didi. Sorry. I can't Hello? hear you. Okay. I just wanted to say restoration is what I hear. I can just hear host of say restore. Restore. Relationship will be restored. You just gotta believe it and position your heart to receive your son like all and just love him. Love, love, love. Like you said, the love scripture will get you through. We love you and we are lifting you up. Thank you. And I just want to thank Amanda for um, being transparent and trusting us with this. Yes. I wanted to share with Monica that um, my daughter, um, at the age of 16, I found out that she was in a relationship with a woman. And my daughter was raised in church and I didn't, I was blindsided. And I, my sponsor said to me, um, <laughs> you think that she's been influenced by this woman because this woman was older. Mm-hmm. And you got to know that your daughter have what you gave her. Mm-hmm. And I was only thinking about the way that I was raised and my beliefs. And I asked my daughter, are you willing to go to hell? And she said, yes. Mm-hmm. And I said, okay, God, I had a decision to make whether I was going to love my daughter or hold up what I believed and, and and take a chance on losing her. And what I decided is that I wanted to love her and pray through it. She still She still ended up being with her, but I didn't have the resentment in my heart any longer. I allowed it to happen and I let God do it. And what ended up happening is that it only lasted a little while and she came out of it and it was her decision. And she's now married with a son. And I know the circumstances and the situation might be different, but when I let go and I gave it to God, I was released from it. I didn't think about what I thought and what my my upbringing was and all of that. I just let it go. And I said, God, I got to give it to you because it's too big for me. Mm-hmm. And I ended up actually loving the girl because I, I threw all those old ideas and those I threw it away. And I said, I love my child. And so I don't know if that will help, but God just told me to tell you what I went through in that situation. And I know that God can do 
anything. He can change any situation. So I believe that if you go to your son, at least attempt to go to your son and open up communication, that will be a beginning. And just continue to pray that God will change your heart. I love you, sis. I love you, too. I I want to say I um I realized um in this prayer and listening to the unforgiveness that it started coming up for me that I didn't I'm not I have unforgiveness I guess toward him because he chose that it's and so I want y'all to know I've went to him I talked to him. I somebody said don't make it about you. I probably made it all about me because it was me sharing with him do he realize, you know, what he's doing and he's old enough to know. But I just didn't know when he decided to make that decision, I didn't know how to um I guess accept it. I felt like I was, but it wasn't until, but I realized even though my honesty with him, it seemed like he would say he respected or whatever, but then he would shut down and not talk to me. So he would tell me he was okay with it when I discussed things with him. And I've been very loving toward him and trying in my best way to talk to him in a loving, kind way and just you know, trying to be honest with him about the fact that I couldn't be happy for what he had chosen. I didn't want to show up to his wedding like that. And I just didn't know how. And I really didn't know that I didn't feel I had unforgiveness until now because it just started coming up. And then I realized that I'm having unforgiveness toward him because he chose to be gay, you know. And so I'm going to pray about it again. I don't, you know, I'm going to continue. I'm going to take the suggestions. I'm going to read the scriptures. And then I'm going to just trust God. I don't, I'm a little stubborn, so I don't, when he decided to not speak to me, I didn't try to, um, fix it at this point because I felt like he wasn't honest with me about how he really felt about the conversations we had. So I didn't know how to go back to him and try to fix it because I don't want to say I'm going to do something that really isn't in my heart to do at this point. Mm -hmm. But I really do want God to help me because I want to do everything that's going to to the best of my ability to be pleasing to God with my life and loving my children. Cause I heard somebody say in this whole discussion that our kids may choose lifestyles or um, choose things that we didn't um, raise them to do. And we have to still forgive them and learn how to love them. And even, and, and, and see, I don't want to be like, trying to push God, push God, because it seems like they rejected it. 
like it's like they reject the lifestyle that I gave them as kids, and then they, I mean, just introducing them to God and taking them to church because I found God as a young mother, and so that was healing me. And I and it didn't happen for me that way when I was a kid. So I thought I was giving them something that I didn't have that would better their life, you know, as young people and not go through the things I went through as a young person. So, um, yeah, thank you guys for the prayers. And um, it, it's been a blessing this morning for me. So thank you guys. Hey, good morning, everyone. Um, I just wanted to share... You know, oftentimes we, we have a lot of suggestions based on our lifestyle, and I'm good at it too, right, or based on, you know, things we've gone through or things we've seen. Um, but we make assumptions, you know, no different than your children, everybody's children's choices are not a direct reflection on us, right? It has everything to do with where they are. Now, yeah, we poured into them, we raised them, we were around them, but they still make their choices, and there's so many other influences and attacks that's coming to draw and pull them away from the way that they were trained up. And maybe it came later, and maybe it didn't, but to the extent now that we're still covering them and praying for them and believing God for them, just watching them go through the process, we make assumptions that, and we tell people to love them. We assume that people know how to love. That's not always the case. So, Rochelle, thank you for First Corinthians um, 13. When we start to do that, right, and we really get it and we accept the love that Christ has for us and then we love ourselves to that extent and then we love our neighbors as God loves us, not as we love ourselves because some of us still struggling in that area, right? So we start to really exude the love. Dion talked about perfecting love. We start to really do love to the extent of we can release people from our expectations on them and we can release ourselves. I don't say forgive ourselves because how dare we hold a grudge against ourselves and God's already forgiven us. That's kind of uh, arrogant, <laughs> right? So we, we can't forgive ourselves. We release ourselves and accept the forgiveness that God has given us. That starts to release the guilt that we have associated with how our kids turn out, which might be shameful, which is definitely sinful, but we still believe God as long as they're breathing they have an opportunity. And we don't know the work that God is doing in the heart of that person. So when we start to love it, it not only releases that stuff, but it keeps no record of wrong. It makes no um, preconceived conditions that if you don't do this the way that I want you to, then I'm done with you. That that Corinthians chapter teaches us really how to release and to love and to walk in love. And, and when we do that, like I think Pretty Patrice said or someone said, it has a way of releasing the, the angst and the stress and the anxiety. And Mother talked about that, that frustration or that anxiety that comes with, you know, unforgiveness because there's that unsteadiness and that uncertainty. All of it is nothing but a trick of the enemy to keep us from loving. Love means I love you right where you are, just like Christ did me, and I love you enough to make your own decisions in your own life. And check this out. Y'all know, parents, that I love them so much more than we do as parents and aunts and whatever, and he wants the best for them, just like he did for us. So I just want to encourage you, really study that chapter, really learn what love is, and then we can walk in it. Because sometimes we say, I love them, but it's not the way they needed it, right? we got a love language, too, and if we're not communicating that, it leads to all kinds of stuff. So, yeah, I just wanted to throw that in there.
Thank you, Sister we Lisa. Love you, sis. We need the water. So good. Thank we you. need to take ourselves out of the equation when we're dealing with family members, uh, you know, that has has the same sex. I I have a niece, but I love my niece. Nothing nothing that she can do will make me turn from her because it's her choice. And all I can do is tell her what Christ expects and let her do the choosing on her own and pray for her. And because when you start to not like their, because we all do it sometimes, that we don't like the person they're with. But it's not when they get to make their own choice. That's their choice. It's the same when we were at that age and had, you know, our own choice. So we have to allow God to work in them and just continue Mm -hmm. to love them and, and, you know, pray for them and let Christ handle it because we mess up everything when we put our hands Mm -hmm. on it. So we just have to pray for them and let Christ do the work in them. And that's it. Otherwise, we destroy a relationship. They don't want to be around us because they feel like, you know, we just don't like them or don't like the person they're with. And and God says we we are to love everybody. Mm -hmm. And God knows I love my niece. I don't care what he does in my family. I know I God has given me you know, to pray for everybody and, and, and I'm learning to love everybody because some people are unlovable with but with God you can do anything. Yes. Love That's anybody amazing. and just push ourselves and let God do do the work. And do what he tells us to do. And he tells us to pray and love one another as he has loved the church and given himself for it. Mm-hmm. That's it. Thank you, Miss Diane. Lisa, were you trying to say one more thing before we close out? Thank you so much. I want to invite her out to our um, women's call because we just love on one another and we walk this thing out together. And, and it has a way of being cathartic because we just get to talk our stuff out. So it's every Thursday night at 6 o'clock. You are so welcome to join us, Monica. Um, I also wanted to say that um, loving does not mean agreement. We don't love Ooh. at the consequence of compromising God's word. We don't do that. Mm-mm. But that's not what love is, right, when we start to put it up. We, we watch the example of Christ, right? God hates yeah. sin. He loves the sinner. So, yeah. so like, like Diane said, he gave himself for all of us. So, yeah. It don't mean you mm-hmm. compromise your Christianity or your belief system. No, because then we would be choosing them over God. No, it means that we love in spite of unconditionally. Yeah, yeah. yeah you still hold your standards. But we yeah. love. And, and, and what you, you say it was called? Women's what? It's the same phone number you dialed in this morning. It's called Walk It Out. And we have all kinds of calls in the evenings on Monday for married people, Friday when you just want to get loose and still get the word, and Thursdays is a little more intimate group of women, um, and it's at 6 o'clock on the same number you dialed in. Okay. Thank you. And Tuesday there was Bible study, but I don't know if they're still doing it. (laughs) Okay. You're welcome, sis. Thank you. Thank you, Living Water. Thank you, everyone um, who shared. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for bringing us what we needed this morning. Um, Even though the theme is transformation, 
today, he said, is unforgiveness. So we thank um, the Holy Spirit for leading us into this discussion, into the scriptures, into uh, the impartation of everyone. And I just want to um, just tell you, Monica, you you do a great job as a parent. You steward well. Uh, we just have to learn not to put um, our expectations on um, the being the guardians that they're still mm-hmm. the Lord. We're just guardian and stewardship over them. So we have to be good mm-hmm. stewards and seek him in how to um, speak to them, how to raise them, because we're just guardians over them. And we are thankful that he allowed us to be guardians and good stewards over him. So just um, if you need those scriptures again, um, let me know. They're First Peter uh, 4 and 8 and the whole First Corinthians 13 is the love chapter that we call it. Um, so thank you, everyone, Ms. Geraldine. Didi, thank you again just for jumping in and sharing. Um, I appreciate you all. I know it's getting close to that time. Um, if we can all just keep each other up in prayer, if we can um, just practice unforgiveness today when we um, say, go into our own expectations and, you know, what we think. Take ourselves out the equations. There's a numerator and a denominator. Take yourself right on out of there. Where you think you on the top, put yourself on the bottom. Put the Lord on the top, put you on the bottom. Cease, be quiet, and allow the Holy Spirit to do the work in you. Let him transform your mind, Romans 12 uh, and 2, 1 and 2, actually. So to God be the glory. So, Lord, we thank you for this time that we have come to declare victory in every area of our lives. We thank you, O oh God, for uh, bringing out unforgiveness today that helps us to be transformed. Transformation is a process, O oh God. Lord, and as we commit ourselves unto you, O oh God, that we can be transformed by the renewing of our mind, O oh God. We thank you, O oh God, that you take heed and that you uh, bring the things that we need to examine that we can turn our hearts towards you and we can present ourselves and put those things that are not clear, that we don't understand. We can lay it at your feet, oh God, that your word is a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our pathway. So thank you for your word, oh God. As we study the the word, oh God, we allow the word to do the work. So we bless you and bless you indeed, oh God. Bless your people as we leave this, depart from this call, but never from your presence. Have a blessed day in the Lord, everyone. Amen. Thank you. Have a blessed day. Have a blessed day. Have a great day. Have a blessed day, lady. Thank you again.